What a week. What an absolute banger of a week. So much going on. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. We're going to get into that just a little, little bit. I think something happened in Washington, D.C. I can't be sure. Something to do with peaches. <laughs> there's, there's so much going on. I figured some stuff out. I figured, I always get excited when I figure stuff out. And I can't wait to hip you guys to that. We got, uh, we got the Liberty Gypsy on the other end of the rainbow. How's it going? It's going great. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited. Some days I get incredibly optimistic about everything. I'm having one of those days right now. So we're going to get into all this stuff, all the great news. We're also going to get into uh, WandaVision. Yes, I'm still watching WandaVision. We're going to get into, into Zack Snyder's Justice League. That stuff will be on the show as well. I did a little, uh, I did a little uh, internet web show. Uh, with a dude that I've always wanted to meet. I got to tell you guys that story because that's just uh, fantastic. And oh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, uh, holy smoke! Oh, we got we got what's on the web with Paul. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about what is on uh, specifically theloftestparty.com. This website, Gimlet, it just keeps getting better. I get more and more excited every day. So let's talk about the big news. We'll talk about uh, the big headline, Impeachment 2.0. The Donald is undefeated. He's the undefeated world champ of uh, impeachments. He skates again. The whole thing was so completely jacked up. So completely jacked up. Uh, I can't wait to get your take on it. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on, on what transpired yesterday. Um, well, I was mostly watching commentary on it because I just refused mm. to turn it on, especially after I found out that Representative Raskin kept bursting into tears. Like, I just, I can't watch men cry on TV. Um, yes, thank you. Sorry. Um, this whole thing was overwrought to begin with. Um, I, I just, I couldn't engage with it again. Because the last one was so dumb. Yeah. I, I just, he, he, everybody knew he was going to be acquitted from the day that, what, 45 Republicans said this is unconstitutional. You don't generally say something's unconstitutional and then decide to vote for it. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm also, I'm sick and tired of the squish caucus. Um, two of the people that voted for it aren't running again, so that's good news. Um, but, you know, I, I can't stand, like, the SE cups of the world saying, oh, good, now we can take back the party. Maybe we can run Mitt Romney again. Do you people just love losing? Do you love losing? Is that what it is? They do. Like, I stopped and I actually thought about it. In 2012, they picked Mitt Romney to run for the Republican, as the Republican, and expected Republicans who were pissed about Obamacare to vote for the guy who engineered Romney Care, which was the blueprint for Obamacare. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's and quite then, funny to watch these people ex- expect us to, ooh, I'm excited for Mitt Romney. Can, that would be a joy if he ran again. First of all, I think he's going to be 74 at that point. Like, he's no spring chicken either. I'm tired of I'm tired of being led by people who were born during, like, the Hoover administration. It's time for a new generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I'll go, I'll go case by case. Because, you know, sometimes you get an old cat in there who's really hip to something. He's like that turtle from Kung Fu Panda, you know? <laughs> And that, but that, that's the exception, not the rule. I love that turtle from Kung Fu Panda, by the way. If that turtle from Kung Fu Panda would be my senator, I'd be so happy. Uh, like, but, but yeah, we need, some, Chuck, we need some new ideas. Chuck Grassley does it. Every once in a while, Chuck Grassley turns a knife a little bit. I love um, that. I love that, that dude from Louisiana. He's a slow oh, yeah. talker. He's like a cartoon character, but he's absolutely fantastic i mean he's just oh, so he, colorful and great 
when he the day he said that apparently Chuck Schumer's oranges were in Nancy's purse or something, like on TV. I almost, yeah, I almost he's got, died laughing. He's got I'm some like, I love good, this dude. some good turns of phrase. Well, with me and the impeachment, I think I was feeling about it the same way you were, and that's what made me nervous. Because I'm like, I'm not even watching this. It's to me, it's it's ridiculous. You haven't even done an investigation on what's happened. You don't even know. Like, uh, there's so many questions I have about security. And somebody called the National Guard, but somebody told the National Guard to stay home. And then the police, there weren't enough. And somebody, whatever. There's so many questions. And who was there? And who was arrested? And what about that kid from Antifa? Why'd they let him? All of that stuff. It's like they... It was terrifying that it was happening. It was terrifying that it was moving forward. That it was it was the only thing yeah, that was missing. Well, the only thing it was missing was the pitchforks, really. So then I thought, well, yeah. this is a done deal. This is a done deal. There's no way in hell that they're going to uh, vote to actually, you know, impeach and do all the things in the Senate. And I'm like, ooh, it's when you have confidence like this. It's when you have confidence like this, that's when bad stuff happens. That's like, I had, I was like, wait a minute, am I really confident or am I just like the captain of the Titanic? It's just like, it's the unsinkable right? ship. So I, I kept one eye on it. I got nervous a couple times. I'll be honest. I got nervous a couple times. The whole we're going to call witnesses thing. I was like, what in the Sam Hill's going on there? And then Trump's lawyers were like, yeah, we got, we got 310 witnesses we want to call. <laughs> To start. Yep. Yeah, they quickly, they yep. folded on that. They folded on that fast. Yes, they did. And I'm sitting here going, so now we've got reports out there that the Capitol Police officer who passed away didn't pass away that day or that evening. He went back to his office and texted his brother that he was fine. He got sprayed a couple times with some pepper spray. And yeah. then he died the next day. And we don't have an autopsy and his body has been cremated. We had two Capitol Police officers that committed suicide yep. in the wake of it. Why um, is that? We, why is why that? Why is that? Why is that? Then we have this whole thing where the former Capitol Police chief told the Washington Post that he got legitimate, you know, intelligence from the FBI and the NYPD and he requested National Guard troops. And, you know, talk to the sergeants at arms. And then the message was returned to him that they didn't like the optics or something. So who who said that? Who said that? And so now the Capitol Police, who have, have investigated, have rejected every FOIA to get information about the in investigation. Yeah, it really. So I, I want to know what's going on. Seriously. Yes. yes. And now. And now we're going to keep the National Guard in D.C. until the fall? For what? Nothing exactly. has happened. Nothing yeah. has happened. And unless you have intelligence that you think something is going to happen, send them home. Well, that one's getting some attention. That one's getting some attention. Because that really, I don't even think, isn't it the uh, the D.C. chief of police is like, what are you doing? We don't we don't need this here. We don't need that. We got this. That one is really, really odd. That one is it's profoundly odd. And I'm glad that you brought up the uh, the cops there because that really, when I heard that the second officer killed himself, I, I just Why? can't write two of them. What happened? Mm -hmm. What did you see that day? What it was going on in your mind where you're like, okay, I cannot the pain the pain of living, the pain of living with what I am living is too much. I I, I need I need death. I need to get out of here. I don't see how, oh, I was on duty uh at the cap I mean, unless something insanely maybe it's just a great I don't maybe one guy had a drug problem. I don't know what was going on in their personal lives, but we need to know. It, it, we, mm -hmm. we need to know why those guys killed themselves. And this whole media narrative of like all these people died, all these cops died. And, and they keep making it sound like one dude got like his brains bashed in with a fire extinguisher. And that doesn't well, appear that's to be. Supposedly, that's supposedly Sitnik, the one that died. And mm -hmm. that's not the case. It is not the case. And then who killed Ashley Babbitt? Who killed that girl? We're not who, allowed to know. 
right? Who pulled the trigger on her? Which leads, we might circle back, ha ha ha, we might, we might circle back to impeachment, but this is such a great uh, segue, and we have just enough time in, in the A block to really get into this. This is something that I just can't shake. I just can't shake. My, I keep rolling it over in my mind again and again and again. These uh, congressmen and Nancy Pelosi and all the pundits on TV, they, they all love to talk about these, these rioters at the Capitol, these, these insurrectionists on the Capitol, these QAnon people. They follow QAnon, and the, the, the kid with the bison hat is like, QAnon sent me, and oh, these followers of QAnon, these followers of QAnon. And they love to vilify these people. But I've noticed no one, no one, this is the only show that's done it. This is the only show, the Loftus Party podcast right here. Who is QAnon? Who's doing that? Who's posting this stuff? Isn't anybody interested? If if you go just off the, 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 the narrative of, of the, the Joe Scarboroughs and the MSNBC pundits and all these people, and you'll even see them on, 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 on Fox News and other, oh yeah, these QAnon people. And, and you're not interested, and no one's interested in who did it. Someone is posting that stuff. Someone posted, it would be, here's the metaphor I'm going to use. It would be as if two planes smashed into the World Trade Center. The buildings were gone, people were dead, things had happened, and no one was interested in who ordered that attack. It would be as if, okay, this horrible thing happened, but no one cares who was the mastermind. That is what, because you said it on the show a long time Months ago. Months ago. <laughs> yes. And I mm-hmm. and and that really, really landed with me. It really landed. And I've just been thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And the lack of curiosity, sometimes that tells you more than the headline. What the headline is not. And and I am leaning more and more to uh, agreeing with you wholeheartedly that the okay, people so the people know. that could pull this off, the people that could pull this off would be your your CIA. And then I keep going back to, and I can see it in my mind, it was like the second week that Trump was in the White House, and uh, I don't know, maybe he fired somebody or he said something, and Chuck Schumer was on the Rachel Maddow show, and, and Chuck Schumer's like, well, he's messing with the cell, he's, he's messing with the intelligence yep. agency, and you don't do that. These people got six ways a Sunday of getting back at you. And woo, yep. it gives me chills. It gives me chills. Well, we know for a fact, right, that General McChrystal partnered with a group called Defeat Disinfo to use online strategies like they used against the terrorists in the Middle East against President Trump and his supporters. Yeah. That was that was written up by the Washington Post. I'm not making that up. Have you written and about that? Kind of like, well, the sad part is these tools are available. If you think that they didn't mount a complete and and here's the thing, because you can see it evolving, if you will. Okay, so the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing happens, right? And we get no resolution. Like supposedly they raided his place. They got all this skeevy stuff. But you never really know who was involved. And so that thing did, you know, then he died under suspicious circumstances. When those things happen, people will insert their own story, right? So if you have somebody who claims that they're in the know telling you the story, you can start with a simple story. And when things get even weirder and weirder, you just start saying weirder and weirder things. I got to go. Followers will follow you. I got to go back to well with with Q uh, there there was a there was a brilliance behind Q there's a there's a, there's yeah. an absolute brilliance there. Uh I want to go back to the 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 po- the Washington Post article that you you were you were telling about where uh McChrystal was saying yeah. that they're using this. Ha- now have you written about that? Did you have you put something up at like uh PJ Media or one of the places that you post? Um I've um, included it at at times but I can 
I can pull it up right now. Okay. I'm just trying I just want to hip our listeners to where they can go and look at that because I think I think it's important. I think it's important that this, you know, this happened and that happened and uh all these it's what here's what I want to say about Q and why it's a, oh, sorry, it's a May 2020 article from the New York Post. All right, you guys heard it. You heard the gimlet. May from May 2020 May 4th, 2020, Dem Pact to use anti-terror technology to counter Trump's campaign messages. And that's that's in the Post, the New York Post, or the Washington Post? It's in the New York Post, but it was originally reported in the Washington Post, but I won't pay for the Washington Post. (laughs) (laughs) So so they link to the Washington Post in the New York Post article, but I'm always going to click on the New York Post article. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. Now here's and I've yeah. said this I've said this before about Q about what I like about Q what I like and I think I even did that joke the romantic song what I like about Q it made your everyday political person at home curious Q would be like you know hey look at this search that where where is that navy ship right now what are they doing in the gulf of blah 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 that's and that's great I I love having citizens who are doing research and and that's wonderful and that's the great thing about q how i don't want to say however the other thing that q was doing is they were calling things ahead of time like prove approvable things they they, they'd write their little quatrains about you know and i'm just making this one up you know the light the white bird flies early lands in the desert sun crap like that and then the next day you'd have uh, you know, the White House, oh, Donald Trump is is leaving on Air Force One a day early. He's going to Arizona to blah, 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 blah. And everybody who's follow, who follows Q is like, oh, my gosh, the white bird is Air Force One. The desert is Arizona. Oh, my gosh. So someone it, and it's and there's a lot of things like that. So that there's two things going on here. Q's like, watch out for this thing in the future. And then they're they know they know schedules they knew enough information to drop these little breadcrumbs that would verify the truth of it. Like, we're telling you, this thing is going to happen. And it's like, oh, we're moving this troop or we're doing that. Little it, innocuous things. However, it's like going to a fortune teller, but the fortune teller's right. The fortune teller's like, you're going to get a check in the mail today. And then you go home and there's a check in the mail. So you keep going. It's that kind of thing. And that's mm-hmm. to me where that's to me where it totally lines up with uh, an intelligence agency doing this because they have access to that kind of information. They can go give them this breadcrumb, give them that breadcrumb, uh, and give them this timeline. And oh, and then have them look into uh, you know who holds the pat the patent on you know how to weave a rug. You know you can just. You can put people, you know, off, you'll leave breadcrumbs to stuff that you know is going nowhere and, and, and might look shady, but isn't. But I, it's a really, really, to me, I, and I, I don't mean to be Sherlock Holmes here, and I don't want to, you know, say it's it's it couldn't be something else. But to me, the easiest explanation for this is it is the intelligence agencies and, and they just, they started the whole phenomenon and you can... When you can dictate the timeline, everybody needs to be in the Capitol. And listen, everybody was upset anyway. Everybody else was upset about the election anyway. And for very good reasons. And to have uh, like like Facebook and Twitter, oh, you can't even talk about the election now. That that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work because there are too many legit questions like what they did in Pennsylvania yeah. and changing election law without the legislature. You can't do that. Well, especially after that time article. Oh, 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 the, the, the cabal, the, the cabal, the cabal that fortified our election. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, well you know, I finally looked up, I finally looked up the post election analysis and the really interesting part is the only thing they did that actually worked was the money they flooded into big blue counties to do a, a get out the vote operation. That's the only thing that worked. President Trump uh, got eleven more. President Trump got eleven more million, eleven million more votes than he did in two thousand sixteen, and eight million more than Hillary Clinton got. 
Yes. And if you go back and you look at the numbers, if Georgia didn't have his stupid runoff law, we'd have a majority in the Senate. We won back 12 seats in the House. We now control 31 state legislatures and 43,000 votes in three states, and Trump would have won. That's it. I listen, I'm, I'm of the school of thought where if you go back and you look at Pennsylvania and you're like, you guys changed election law, but you didn't do it through the legislature. That's not going to stand up. That's not going to stand up. Mm-hmm. Bing bong. You can throw those votes out and then Trump takes Pennsylvania. And then you can also go back through these other states and and what happened in Arizona. And all, there's ton, there's enough in every single one of those little toss up states where bing bong boom. Trump is the president. Trump is the president. And uh, I'm, I, you'll, you'll have a hard time convincing me that, that he's not. And, may, and, and listen, uh, that, that secret cabal needs to get back together uh, and come out with a documentary that puts everybody's mind at ease because it just looks so positively shady on every single front which is oh this is beautiful you guys this is the perfect segue to the next thing but guess what we've got to take a little bit break uh, a little bit of a break we're coming back with more just thunder and fury in the b block ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. It's a power block. It's your B block. It's a good block. We are continuing on with the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell your friends, do all that good stuff. Later on in the show, we're going to have What's on the Web with Paul. We're going to get into some entertainment business. And and don't forget, uh, join us on Patreon. We do a, we do a nice, big, fat, freaking Patreon uh, exclusive clip. You guys could go there, hook up to that too. So it's all good. We were talking at, at the end of the open of the show about this, this cabal and the time magazine and time magazine and how they, they saved the election. They saved democracy by fortifying the election. And of course the Gimlet and I are not big fans of secret cabals fortifying elections and changing election laws and rules and, and all that good stuff. However, the, the scary thing is, is they, they did it. They did it and they were, they were successful in, in their endeavor. And so that's the big, that's the big wake up call for everybody. One of the other things they claim to have done, and and I, I would say they were very successful. They learned their lesson from 2016 because one of the great things that uh, Team Trump was doing was setting their own narrative, just following their own guiding star and and damn the torpedoes and all of that good stuff. So definitely uh, Google really stepped up and, and helped out and Twitter and Facebook. And I know the, the Loftus Party Facebook page in August, we were reaching 5 million people. I was talking about it on the show. I was so happy. Wow, we're reaching 5 million people. And then they just... They just crushed us. They just crushed us. Just now, as of this 
as of this week, we are, and they made so many people disappear. They disappeared so many people. Right now, we're within striking distance of the same amount of followers that we had back in August because they made so many people disappear. It happens to me on Twitter all the time. They just, people just disappear. It's like that show Lost. You know, you wake up on the beach and half of your friends are gone. You're like, what happened? And then everybody's like, they were never here to begin with. It's it's just insane. It's crazy. And we can pretend like it's not happening. And we can always come up with, well, that guy, that guy broke that rule. So they were, you know, oh, and they are a private company, blah, 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 blah. Yes, they are. But it's it's we're in propaganda mode now. We're in propaganda mode. Okay. So maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But this leads me to. Uh, my big discovery of the week, something that really, it, it, it gets me jazzed because I think this is what's happening to the nation. I, I feel it in my bones and, and, I, and I see it in the way we're being kind of corralled. I made the joke a couple weeks ago, we're turning into like a, a nation uh, of pussies, meaning we're worried about, hey, can our military... You know, can our military people wear eyeshadow and can they paint their nails and can we get trans people a bathroom at Burger King? Like we're, we're being told that these are our priorities and, and you're, that's supposed to be a priority. We're supposed to like just jump up and down with joy that some some dude who declares he's now a woman uh, gets elected to Congress. I don't give a shit. Like the world is a very, very scary place. Yes, the Chinese are making super soldiers. They are working on making super soldiers. Even the French people are worried about it. When when France is worried. So we're living in this, uh, we're just trying to be naive. And we're being encouraged to be naive. And that's the perfect, that's the perfect word. We're being encouraged to be a naive country. With, with just like, oh, golly, I can't believe these people are still. Yes, oh, golly, they are. There's still plenty of bad people in the world. So I stumbled across this uh, video of Jordan Peterson's. And he was talking to a, a, a buddy of mine. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a, a comic, uh, Theo, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn and I were on tour together in, in South Africa. Theo's a great dude. Uh, he was there in Nashville, uh, Gimlet, the night the night I did my stand-up thing. Mm-hmm. So so Theo Vaughn is talking to Jordan Peterson, and I'm like, what in the Sam Hill's this? Theo, you bastard. How'd you? Then, then uh, it's a good conversation. It's a very short clip. But, of course, Jordan Peterson, brilliant dude, he goes, you're going to live your life in three boxes. You're going to live your life in three boxes. The first box is naive. The second box is cynical. The third box is wise. Everybody starts in naive. Then you find out what's really going on and you get cynical. The trick is get out of cynical as fast as you can and get to wise. And that was just like a bolt from the blue. And that's another thing. It just like really resonated with me. And what I see is, and the people that they get the jobs on TV and they're the political pundits and they're the popular kids on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. There is a market for cynical. Cynical sells. Cynical gets clicks. It doesn't change anything. Wise people change stuff. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Be on the lookout for that. In your own personal life, I think you're going to live a much better life if you can get out of cynical and get into wise. Just get there as fast as you can. It's so easy to get dragged down. And sometimes Twitter really does it to me. Like really does it to me. It's just an endless. And I got to change who I follow for sure. I got to cut some people loose. And I gotta get some more like like joy in my life and positivity and other stuff because I'm not just purely a political creature. If and I know there there are people who are, and that's great, and I want to listen to them and have conversations. But personally, as we need to get out of naive and through cynical and into wise, we gotta do that as a country too. 
But like a country is like a river. It's never changing, right? You got new kids coming up. New kids are being taught stuff. You know, that's why making sure we know what our kids are being taught in schools is so important. But with this secret cabal, with Time Magazine, changing public opinion and changing the way the news is handled and things like they, it's dangerous to be such a naive country. Like, I, re- I really don't care. If you come up and you, you tell me uh, that your name is, uh, you know, Donna McPillow Muffins and that you used to be a man, but now you're Donna McPillow Muffins, welcome aboard, Donna. I like you. You're a good person until you prove you're not. Oh, that's so like it's it's just not an issue. And and to watch the country be led down this incredibly naive path. Oh, we're stopping the Keystone Pipeline. That's just bad. That's just bad. Like why? Why why is it bad to safely transport oil? Why is it bad to be energy independent and and have natural gas and where is the fuel for the electric cars? All this stuff. So I'm concerned about the next, you know, few years, like like everybody is with this country, but we just got to band together and get out of cynical and get to wise and just encourage other people to do the same thing. Let's get going. Let's stay active. Isn't that hopefully hopefully that means something to you, Gimlet, but that one just like it like shook me to my core. I'm like, it's so freaking true. Uh, no, I I agree. I mean, it's just like it's very. I I I I go in and out of cynical. I think. Yeah. It. Oh. Oh. Like, yeah. Because when I start when I start thinking about things like we were talking about in the A block with the with the whole QAnon thing, and I'm watching what's happening to Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani with Dominion. I'm also very sure they were both targeted with a disinfo operation, um, because the left hated them. Um, you know, it it just, and then you read the Time Magazine article and you see that the Chamber of Commerce and the AFL-CIO were both involved. Like, that just doesn't even make any damn sense. And then you read, who was it, Lee Smith's DC, Lee Smith DC's 30 Tyrants article from last week. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, it, it, it. It's interesting because I, I watched a recent interview with Eric Weinstein and he kind of gives this really interesting through line to like where we are. And mo- I mean, it covers like pretty much my life, you know, from time wow. I was born to now. Yeah. And I, I can I can see it. I can totally see what he's talking about. And Lee kind of takes that in his article and puts some. Well, hold some, up. What's, um, he, what's he saying? What's he saying? He says there was an economist back in the day, um, back in like the, the late 70s, I think, that was pretty much ignored. But he said to maintain, for America to maintain its, its power, it has what's called an embedded growth obligation, right? So we have to keep growing our economy. Yeah. And he, he kind of likened, he, he's like, he said, you know, the 70s were really rough. We went through Nixon and we went through Carter. We weren't even powerful enough to get our own hostages back. He said, and there's a there's a, an American Christian meme called Daddy's Home. Okay. And he said, and Ronald Reagan played into that like nobody's business and it worked. And he said, and I think that they really, the, the supply side economics folks really believed what they were going to do was going to unleash growth within the system and it did for a period of time but it didn't fix the endemic problem um you know and there's this whole group he said what we have now is not so much a political class as we have a a center-right center-left kleptocracy where they're getting wealthy off of the things we've been doing since we opened china and like a family business that is starting to decline, right? The first thing you try to do is is regenerate it, which is kind of what we did in the 80s and early 90s. He said, but after that, you're just trying to squeeze all the wealth out of it. So we basically yeah. have a bunch of leaders now that are selling off the drapes. And yeah. 
you know, <laughs> he said, if you look around your house, other than your screens, what's so different about your house from like the 1970s? He said the telecom and, and the, the things that let you and I do this podcast, right? And the screens and the phones are the most significant innovations we've done. And in order to fix this, we need to get back to innovation and rely on U.S. scientists and U.S. researchers. And I mean, I think the one thing, and he says, you know, President Trump did some good things, like calling out China was a good thing. No new wars is a good thing. So he's not ignorant to what Trump's voters saw in him, even though he comes from the left. Um but the kind of like the economic through line made a lot of sense to me when he talked about it in much greater detail than I just did. But yeah. it was basically, you know, you had this huge growth in the 40 and 40s and 50s, the 60s, it started slowing down in the 70s. It went to hell. Right. Reagan resuscitated some of it with supply side economics and those policies, but it didn't fix the underlying issue. And now we're kind of back into the whole thing, but we've got this group of people who are old. They've probably never written a line of code. They don't understand what the future is going to look like. <laughs> and we've got to use every legal means to get them out of office. And yeah, I mean, he, that's one, that's written, one, that's one thing I, I like, I, I mean, I, I, and here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to quibble over what the solution is, but I'll, I'll add to this to that. And it is, you know, it's sad when like, we, we know who the career politicians are and they, they, they've probably, they've never been on Facebook. They don't know about Twitter, all that other good stuff. I, I think a good thing that our listeners could do like in your everyday life is start asking the question, where are the factories? Ask your friends, where are the factories? Yeah. Where, where, what do we make? I think that when you distill it down to that, like it's just a very basic question. What, where did the factories go? We need to, we're, 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 we're a great people. We're super inventive. And, and if you, if you just let our economy go, well, boy, hold on to your hat for that one, Gimlet. When, when they decide to let up this COVID thing, our economy is just going to go bonkers and they're going to go, Joe Biden's a genius, but be that as it may, the reason Trump, resonated, I think, with the American people is because the American people, you drive around, you don't see any factories. You, nobody's nobody's really working anywhere. Yeah, you can get a great job. Not a, a great job. You can get a job at Starbucks. You can supplement your income by, you know, working at McDonald's or The Gap or whatever, what have you. And they have their own struggles dealing with, you know, Amazon. But if we don't make stuff, as a country, it has to be trade. We can't just be a nation of consumers, and that's where we're headed. And that and and anybody who, if if you if you play Monopoly, if you play Monopoly, you know you got to have some houses on some properties. If if China has all the houses on all the properties, you can celebrate. Hey, look at me! I'm on Baltic. You're gonna get your ass handed to you eventually. So mm -hmm. let's let's uh, let's move quickly uh, through naive and, and cynical and and get to wise. And one of the things I think with is like it's it's fun and it's it's exciting to go. Oh, I think I got an answer. I think I got an answer, and this is exciting, and this is this is something that everybody can do. And and people dig that. People like that. And, and that's why. I'm using that as a horrible segue right now, but just the ability to openly mock and make fun of, and this is the trick. This is the big trick. It's something I struggle with every day of every week with the Loftus Party and the theloftusparty.com and YouTube and Facebook. I have to pull a lot of punches because you can't openly mock people, but you, we have to just completely make fun of these morons and their moronic decisions. And, and point and laugh and ridicule the people who come up with the ideas and ridicule the people who are naive enough to follow them. And someone who does that very well, and he's a good friend of our show, Mr. Greg Gutfeld. I'm sure you heard the news. He's moving from Saturday night at like 8 o'clock, and then they repeat it. He's going to be on five nights a week now. Mr. Greg Gutfeld's going to do the Greg Gutfeld show at 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday. On the Fox News channel. So big shout out to him. That's 
five times the power. I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's great. I think it's fantastic. I want more of that. I want more of that. We really got to build a network. Like, I know the Daily Wire's doing really cool stuff, and we had Clavin on the other week, and I want to stay in touch with him. But, like, we just got to keep going. We just got to keep pushing. I'm so bummed out about what happened to Parler, but it happened. And so they got to figure it out. They got to build their own servers. You got to pick yourselves up by your bootstraps. And everybody else, if you're starting a social media company, if you're starting a website, you're starting to do a thing, just know that's on the horizon. It's just like... Hey, you don't like Twitter? Go build your own. Hey, you don't like these servers? Build your own. Hey, you don't like Gravity? Build your own. It's going to be that. However, it'll it'll be better for us uh, as a country. As a country. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if we have enough time to get into this. Uh, we have a couple minutes. We have a couple minutes. Everybody's talking about secession, right? And because, you know, somebody from Texas is like, we want to secede and blah, 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 blah. I was invited to do a television, not a television show. A web show uh, for a, for an old friend of mine and to be a guest on the website. And the topic was secession. And I was thinking about that. And I'm telling and I was telling him on the show, like, it's happening. It's it's an it's an economic warfare. It's it's going on right now. People are leaving mm-hmm. California. They're leaving New York. They're taking their jobs and they're taking their money with them. It was hilarious. I'm on this show. And of course, I'm the villainous uh, conservative comedian. And these guys are like, well, if uh, the host, the host was this kid named uh, Trey Crowder, who is the, uh, I think he's like the hillbilly liberal. That's his, that's his hook. He's the hillbilly liberal, huge following on Facebook. But he's like, where, where, where do y'all think you're going to go? If you secede, what are y'all going to live in Texas? Y'all going to live, what are you, y'all going to go down to Florida? And I'm like, dude, your thinking is so wrong. You act like we're not going to have all of it. We're going to have all of it. You guys get San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Manhattan. The rest and Seattle, Seattle right? and Portland. Yeah, we the don't rest want those is either. ours. The rest is like, it's ours. It's a very slim cut down the West Coast because yeah. Central California doesn't want to be with those nuts. Oh, I, um, we're carving them out. We're carving them out. The yeah. New state of California. Yeah, we, well, because that's all. That's where all the food is. Yes. <laughs> that's what's keeping California in the game. If it wasn't for those I farmers know, but and the, the people, food. The people gone. in the state. In the state government keep trying to cut off that freaking water. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's just funny that I'm on this show, and we'll talk about more on the other side of the break, but I'm on this show, and they're like, what What do you think? If if you all were to secede, how would that look? And I'm like, dude, it's happening. Have you looked <laughs> at like, a map? You're so, you're so out of the loop and self-assured and, oh, everything's hunky-dory. And, like, they, you, you think you won? You think you won? You might have got through this election, but, son— uh, people, people are waking up to this BS every day. New conservatives, we're we popping have, like popcorn. We have twenty-three Republican states that are trifectas and thirty-one state legislatures. <laughs> it's, and I cannot, and I cannot wait to twenty twenty-two because the oh, the, I know. Oh, the Dems are going to get their hats handed to them. Okay, well, hang in there, you guys. If they keep the schools closed. Oh, oh, we got to get into that. We got to get into that. Okay, so coming up, uh, we're going to skim on a few uh, subjects. We're going to talk. We gotta, we'll give you a little uh, – the school thing is just ridiculous. We're going to have some more fun. We got what's on the web with Paul right around the corner, and then you guys all have to, to join us on Patreon. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. 
Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! It's time for our new favorite segment. You guys, crank up that theme music. It's time for What's on the Web with Paul. It's time for our favorite segment. Holy moly. We got Paul Hare with us today. Paul, what's going on? What's Great going to be on back, spe- Michael. Always specifically at theloftestparty.com? Yep. Well, it's Valentine's Day, so I guess we should start with that, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. And we had three posts within the past week about Valentine's Day. We have Valentine's Day cards for that special uterus haver from Cranky Gordon. It's a, it's, it's a humorous one, just like the title suggests. Then we've got Tracy Skeen. I'll let you talk a little bit about her then after this. But she wrote, I won't be your Valentine. So you, yep. can, see how, you can see how things are going at the Loftus party regarding Valentine's Day. And then you've got, how's your Valentine's Day looking, which you wrote. But uh, so those are the three that you need to go. People need to go to the loftusparty.com to read all those. They all have a bit of humor in them. But I figured since I brought up Tracy's name, too, and just let you talk a little bit about her. Uh, Tracy's fantastic. Uh, Tracy Skeen, you, you might have seen her, ladies and gentlemen, if you've, if you've ever been to Las Vegas. Uh, she's a fantastic comedian. Her husband, uh, Brian. McKim, he's also a comedian. They're this really cool couple. They they ran a magazine about comedy and all things stand up called Shecky back in the day, uh, and they're 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 wonderful, bright, great people, and they've been a couple forever. And so uh, Tracy wrote this thing about uh, Valentine's Day and how yeah, I'm not she, you know she and Brian aren't going to be celebrating it, and that that's just their agreement. It's all it's all very cool. She makes a very very solid case that yeah you don't have to run with the pack. Yep, great. It's a great post. People should go read it. Yes. So was, we're going to get into one you posted probably last Sunday. It's called the linger, the lingerie. I can never say the word right for some reason. The lingerie bowl. What happened? Yes. And yes. that's it's actually because there is no lingerie bowl. It's called the Legends League Bowl, and it might not even be called that anymore. But what what are your thoughts on that? Okay, well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys the the uh, I wrote this thing. And I was generally trying to find out. I'm like, I remembered like, oh, the lingerie, the puppy bowl was a big thing on Super Bowl Sunday. And then there was also the lingerie bowl. So I was genuinely interested to find out what happened to that. And it, it has just evolved. And it's it's a great representation of, ooh, you've got a you've got a phenomenal idea. You've got a phenomenal idea. You can have women in lingerie like playing two-hand touch football, and you can have, you know, slow motion, the whole nine. It is what it is. There is a large segment of the population that would love to watch that. i tell you what, there's a large, if, if you're counting me, I'd watch it every week. I would follow the lingerie. So I look into it, and now it's it's changed into this, like they're playing regular football. It's It's like tackle football. And and all the women are have like these very like like mannish kind of attributes, and they're wearing shoulder pads, and they've changed. They t- it's the Legends League, and it's just like, what have you done, you dumb shits, you absolute idiots? Did you think? Did you think people were tuning into the lingerie bowl and going, you know what? The best part of this is the football part. We need we need more of the football part. So it was it was completely ridiculous, and I loved making fun of them. So there was a little bit of mission creep there that went on there. So it's not anything <laughs> that it started out being. So moving on mission from that, creep. I have to uh, go to Sunday Jams from last week, which was three from Eric Clapton. Yeah. And the reason why I bring that up, you can talk about it a little, but every time I think hear Eric Clapton's name, 
I think of a woman called Jocelyn Elders, and she was Bill Clinton's Surgeon General way back in the 90s. And the reason I think of her is because somebody was talking to her one time and somehow asked her about her favorite music or brought up something else. And she started going on and on about Eric Clapner, Eric Clapner, how she likes Eric Clapner. And so every time I see Eric Clapton from now on, I think Eric Clapner and Jocelyn Elders. But that's not what you wrote about. You wrote about Eric Clapton and his phenomenal guitar skills. Yeah, like I didn't know this about Eric Clapner uh, until a few years ago. He's either got um, uh, it's either arthritis or or what's that other uh, skin thing that like Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lopner has, and she's always pimping it. So anyway, he's got there's he has a condition, a medical condition, and it makes him it makes it incredibly hard for him to play guitar when it flares up. But you got to just give it up to the guy. He's he's one of the all type. He's a living legend. He's just phenomenal. And his life story, I, when they make the biopic on this dude, uh, it's going to be the stuff of legend. And I'm, I'm always going to love, first of all, just as a guitarist, as a blues guy, as a human being, uh, I dig Eric Clapton. And the album that I featured was his uh, Ocean's Boulevard album, uh, which is fantastic. Clapton was partying way too hard. He was partying like an absolute madman, and he decided to quit drinking. And he got sober, and he went down to Florida. He just wanted to get away from it all. And by getting the the drugs and alcohol out of his life, he he was just like he he like like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. He was completely reinvigorated. The album is one of the one of his all time best, in my opinion. So I wanted to feature that. And fun to know fact: when he went back to England and he was all uh, sober and was just loving life again, he ran into these guys, uh, the Bee Gees, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna stop doing music. We can't handle it anymore." Clapton said, get away from here, go down to Florida, just pump the brakes on any kind of booze you're doing, just enjoy Florida, enjoy life, and maybe you'll have a, a second career. So they did, and that's where they that's where they discovered their their sound. So it's a great album. There's a wonderful story behind it, and it's I just think it's it's fantastic. So everybody needs to go check that out, theloftestparty.com. We had way too many things on the website. I'm not even going to be able to cover all the ones that I want to. It's too bad, but I'm going to go flying into the next one. Do it. Your video, the FBI and Hunter Biden. Great video, and here's why. Not just because it's by you, which it is, but also because that's what people should be talking about. We, meaning the American people, or I shouldn't even say that. Let me just say conservatives have too much of a tendency well, they don't have a tendency. They always allow the progressives to set the narrative. So here we are talking about impeachment. Here we are talking about some fake insurrection when things that we should be talking about is how the Democrats and the ruling class got away with a coup and the whole Russian conspiracy theory lie, how Hunter Biden never got to the bottom of that and a whole bunch of other stuff, how there's the progressives are still rioting. They've been rioting since 2020 up through election day, through New Year, through the quote unquote capital riot and even to this day. And so the things that we should be focused on were not, but you did focus on one of the things we should be focused on. Talk a little bit about Hunter Biden. Paul, I, I really can't I can say it differently than you just said it, but I will here's what I'll add. Here's what I'll add. I recently I've been I mull this kind of stuff over. And uh and I, that's the realization that I came to as well. It, some people say hey, the GOP needs to go on offense or this, that, and the other thing. But it's all just just different ways of saying it. Like, we, we need to demand this kind of focus on things that matter. We really do. And the more people who are talking about the things that really matter, then that's when you uh, you have real change. I'm totally fired up about it. And that is the precise reason I did that video. Is like you look at the news and you're like, okay, well, here's what's here's what the hot topic of today is. Here, I'll, I can get some some cheap clicks this way. And I'm like, no, I'm going to talk about this thing that really matters. I can always do impeachment later. I can do other stuff later. But that that is legit my mindset from here going out. Just, it, it, just stop with the noise. I'm going at what matters, and I'm going to get a bunch of people excited about it too. And then we're going to change the world. Skadoosh! And that's the right thing to do because while all your conservatives were out there being distracted by this fake impeachment, 
what's communist Joe doing? He's sitting there in the White House. People are shoving papers in front of him, and he's just signing executive order after executive order after executive order while all the conservatives are distracted by this fake stuff. Yeah. So that's what we need to be doing. Running out of time, so I'm just going to have to skip ahead. Uh, I, wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about Domino, which is a uh, children's story by Kia Heavey. I'm just going to have to mention that. Go look for the, the post on Domino. We had Buffalo-style pizza last week. We had Detroit-style pizza this week. But the Ooh. one I wanted to focus on last, Lenny Schmidt's Quarantine Comedy. I've mm-hmm. watched That's an hour-long podcast. And sometimes hour-longs can be, you know, when it's video, it, you never know which way it's going to go. This one was interesting. Never heard of, of Lenny before. He sounds like a great guy. He's doing his own podcast with video, which is tough to do because there's a lot of production involved in that. But that was a good thing. I learned a lot of interesting things. Didn't know if you wanted to say a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, Lenny, I met Lenny uh, quite a few years back. I think he's originally from Chicago. He's a good dude. He's a good stand-up. Gets a lot of acting roles. You've seen him in a ton of stuff. And and like most road comics, he, he's it's it's quarantine. It's lockdown. Club work is tough to come by. So he asked me to do his podcast, and of course I said yes. And this guy's creating uh, great content. I would tell him it's called Lenny Schmidt's Quarantine Comedy, and I and I, I'm going to try to get him to change the name of it. It should just be like Lenny Schmidt's Comedy Corner or something, because hopefully he'll continue to do it after quarantine. He's had a bunch of great guests on there. We're going to start featuring his shows uh, weekly at the Loftus Party Podcast. We're going to bring you uh, Lenny Schmidt's Quarantine Comedy. We're going to bring you. Uh, whiskey business with my buddy Dino Tropotis, where they're talking booze and sports and all kinds of things. So we're—I tell you what—we're we're putting together one hell of a website. Some days I'm just so insanely happy with it; I'm just over the moon. Yep, I love it too. I thought this week was, uh, you know, and building on what we've been doing, it keeps getting better. I like the uh, entertainment stuff we're doing. My goal is to try to keep. Featuring more and more of that. That's why I th- talked about Domino and Kia Heavey because she and I know each other a little bit. I kind of would like to talk about her a little more eventually, but we'll get to that maybe in the future. Yeah. We have another, another book on there about the devil's dictum because what my thing is, is with the Lobster's Party, trying to feature indie authors and indie artists because uh, we could get into Gina Carano and all that, but the whole thing with conservatives complaining about canceling or not being heard, I don't have time for that anymore. It's time to do. We're doing yes. it here at the Loftus Party, and there are a ton of other authors out there and artists out there, too. So I'm trying to feature them, and that's I, my two cents for this week. Exactly right. So I'm going to add my two cents to your. We're going to have four cents, but we're just going to keep going. Just pedal to the metal, shoulder to the wheel. We're going to keep helping out our fellow creators and people who are making cool con- – and listen, like my, my buddy Dino and, and my buddy Lenny, their stuff it doesn't – lean to the right they're just good dudes and it's funny like it it, it's listen it's all not gonna be this whole uh you know republicans are great and liberals are stupid yes there will be a lot of that because it's true (laughs) 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 but we gotta we gotta help out our fellow creators so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna try it's gotta be good con it's gotta be quality it's gotta be worth your time and we're gonna bring it to you uh, and then also, I'm going to say this before I let you go. We're also going to bring you great values. Holy smoke. I found this. Ladies, if you're looking for a swimsuit, it's not too early. I found this swimsuit, the Manhattan Black Halter One Piece by this company called Boutine L.A. B-O-U-T-I-N-E-L-A. This swimsuit is the cat's pajamas. It's a one piece. It's fun, it's sporty, it's a little sexy, and it's not going to break the bank. It's like 55 bucks. So go get one of those. We're bringing you everything. Content, books, podcasts, humorous videos, articles. I I don't know what else we can do. Paul, we might have to make this a 15-minute segment someday. We might have to go a little longer in the future. Excellent. Love it. Dude, I will talk to you later. Uh, Have a great rest of your day. And as always, thanks for telling us about what's on the web with Paul. Thanks, Michael. I love it. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. Maybe we start doing a a, a two-hour show. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you know what? Hey, do you want want something that's going to make you feel good? Do you want to hear something nice? Okay. 
Okay, so when when I when I when I post uh, the YouTube videos, and that's me doing that, you guys. That's me reading the comments and all that good stuff. There's a place where you can you can add tags, right? Like, okay, so this one is about Joe Biden, so bloop bloop, you tag it with Joe Biden, and then in the channel tags, you can add little things, and they'll they'll have suggestions for you. Like here, oh, here's something else. Like when I type in the Loftus party. Uh, YouTube goes, well, you should probably add YouTube to that because that's what a lot of people are searching, the Loftus Party YouTube. So so I've been doing that, and things have been going nicely. I typed in hashtag the Loftus Party, and you know what people are starting to search? The Loftus Party podcast. They want to nice. start seeing it. Yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to figure that out, like how to put the cast on the video. It's going to require an investment on my part. You know, I got to update my camera and all that stuff. But maybe, maybe we have that conversation where we start, we start putting content on the, on the YouTube channel. And yes, we're across the, the board. You guys find uh, the Loftus party. Usually it's all one word, the Loftus party. We're on cloud hub. Cloud hub just keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, we're on uh, rumble. We're on, I got to fire, but I got to fire up the, the me, we again, but uh, we would be remiss. Now, granted, the, the conversation continues over on Patreon, so we can't really go into this too deeply. But it would be uh, I would be we're a horrible show if we don't talk about uh, what Biden did with uh, with women's sports and the whole transgender thing. And, and the comedic angle on that, that I'm just chomping at the bit to do so. Uh, women's sports, you know, Biden signs the the executive order, and now dudes who say, "Hey, I'm a transgendered person. I was born in the wrong body. I'm really a woman." Now they can they can be in these girls' sports, and they're gonna take a they're gonna win. You guys, come on, they're gonna win all the time. They're gonna take up the scholarships, and so the comedic premise that I want to go to is like, why even have women's sports anymore like why we're, we're like wasting our time we should just have sports that's what i want to see i just want to see guys against girls just everybody it's just a free-for-all it's just an absolute free-for-all if in i don't care if it's if it's judo if it's boxing or wrestling all sports should now just be you think you can kick my ass do you think let's go and let's just Let's just have at it. Let's just have at it. It's ridiculous. I feel bad. I feel I, I and I and this isn't out of like pity, but like women, girls, female athletes. That's a tough one. That's a tough. Mm-hmm. One. I, I, oh, my heart I got, goes I, out to you. I got a lecture. Really? I did. By whom? So about I posted. What? I posted a meme on Facebook, and it was Kamala Harris. And it said, you're the first female vice president, but it doesn't matter because your party doesn't believe in gender. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. I saw Okay, it. That was not a slam towards trans people. That wasn't even a slam towards Kamala Harris personally. It was a slam towards the ridiculous position in an administration who says we're going to be guided by science and fact. Okay. That that's the first executive order you sign. Right? So yeah. literally somebody I used to work with in HR, which is like emblematic of why I can't go back to that profession. I am so disappointed in you. You are definitely a bitter person and not the person I remembered at all. What? I'm like, that's not bitter. That's yeah. Actual. And no, I am not going to sit here. Well, they sexualize children, okay? I mean, you now have 12-year-olds, a law in Oregon or Washington. I can't remember. They're both insane. I think it's Oregon. Where they're going to lower the age of consent for treatment, medical treatment, to 12 and put clinics in the schools where your 12-year-old child can go get hormones and start changing their gender without your permission, but with your insurance paying for it. Boy, that that would motivate me to pack my bags. That I'm, would motivate. I'm telling you. 
They did it. And did that's a... coming everywhere when we do this at the federal level. This is not about a class of people. This is about leave our kids alone. Yeah. Who's pushing back on that one? Who's pushing back on that one from the GOP? It's uh, you gotta you listen. I'm I'm all Tulsi for... Gabbard. Uh, keep co- keep going, Tulsi. Keep going, keep going, Tulsi. But seriously, you guys, it's it's time to really think about uh, pack your bags and go. Like if you're in the if you're in a state where things have just gone wackadoodle, and I was saying this in the other segment, it's like you know uh, breaking California into into two states. I, I've I really think that's that that's going to have to happen because, and this is maybe I got too much empathy, but like I want California to go down the crapper fast like super fast. However, I got so much empathy th- for those farmers in in the Central Valley. And and we need them. Central California, that's a lot of food. That's just and we need food. So, I I would really like to pursue carving out California. Like, hey, Bay Area, LA, you guys are on the same team, but Central California, they're going to have a different set of rules. And then then we'll see how you're doing. Okay. Here's what uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna skadoosh on over to uh, the Patreon portion of the show, and here's some of the stuff that we're gonna be talking about over there. Um, holy smoke! Holy smoke! Uh, Pel- Nancy Pelosi, the national. What happened with the National Guard, uh, and what still goes on with the National Guard uh, in D.C.? We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Conor McGregor, uh, that fight, Hank Aaron. Uh, Larry King and a phenomenal, phenomenal interview that Rand Paul did with George Stephanopoulos. And there's there's more entertainment stuff. It's just jam-packed. It's so much show. So go uh, to Patreon. Make a teeny tiny donation. Make a teeny tiny donation because it goes to loftusparty.com. We're making the show better. We're, we're improving... Uh, everything here, and we're reaching more people, we're growing, we're making a difference, you guys. So go bring that cookie-eating, sexy, heathen, optimistic energy to Patreon, and we'll see you over there. Peace. Peace.